Would you like to tell us what we're talking about today, Sophie? Um, we're talking about the seminal documentary Taylor Swift's Revolution. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry, Ro- that's for my Taylor Swift podcast. We're watching that after this. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> um, oh wait, I have to do the intro. Hey everyone, my name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green, and you're listening to the Superlit Podcast. Have you guys heard of Taylor Swift's seminal album Reputation? <laughs> Super lip podcast. No. Just can the super can the intro music be bad blood for just this episode? I don't think we'd get sued, so maybe. Maybe SoundCloud would be like, girl. As a treat? Hey girly. Hey girly pop. Hey Barbie. Hey No, it's more like, hey boots. Can I call you T? House. Oh down. I don't even know what our intro is anymore. The Superlit Podcast. Oh, thank you. The Superlit Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books and movies about the LGBTQIA community. Hello, Sophie. Hi. Um, so I know that we um, gaslight you all into thinking we're talking about Taylor Swift, but um, recommended via Netflix uh, when you watch the, the Reputation Tour, Nimona comes up. JK, that's just for us because it happened in the opposite manner. Exposing watched, my algorithm. We watched Nimona and it said, Do you want to watch Taylor Swift? Do you want to watch Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour and Pride and Prejudice? And then Centaur World. The algorithm knows me well. The algorithm said, Your wig, it's mine. It's mine now. Goodbye. Our wig. It's our wig. The royal we. The royal we. Yeah, so we're talking the about. The royal Nimona. wig. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that out. It was like a sneeze. I watched you do that. You went, the real wig. <laughs> We're talking about Nimona this week. Yay. Woo. For those of you that don't know what Nimona is about, such as me, because um, I didn't know anything about it until watching it. Um, who Can you tell? Can you give me a little bit of a background on Nimonta? Nimonta? So Nimona is the first book it's not a book it's a graphic novel but it's like a uh, what do you call it when it's just one book it's just graphic novel it's not like a series of comics or anything um but Nimona is like one of the first comics that I believe ND Stevenson got published as like one of like the first things that they did that was like really big at that point I think they had only been working um, Storyline-wise and stuff with Lumberjanes, which is a queer comic series about a bunch of Girl Scouts who also have to deal with supernatural creatures. Um, that's basically a summary. You know, of it. as one does, the, the West one sense. does. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, they've also did the show running for the She-Ra uh, cartoon that was on Netflix a couple of years ago. Did they do the animation for that too? No, but um, I think they did like the storyboarding and the character design. Ah, there we go. Probably had like a lot of contribute uh, to contribute with that. And then what else? Um, many, many things. Uh, they're married to the incomparable Molly Ostrag, who is the author of The Witch Boy, of which I've talked about many moons ago on this podcast. Um, it's a very talented family. They said, no losers in this house, <laughs> bitch. Um, no, but I think Nomona is like their first big thing. So basically, I read the comic a really long time ago. Um, and I think the movie adjusted some of the major plot points, but basically it's about uh two knights who through some circumstances end up being rivals because one of them is framed for murder. Uh and he's trying to fight for his reputation back and he meets Nimona, who is a mysterious person who can shift into any animal that she chooses. And it's Obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> um, on top of on top of all of the extremely uh streamlined and heart-wrenching uh trans and queer allegory that are throughout this entire story, it's also front-facing just gay. Yeah. I <laughs> I knew it was from facing gay, I didn't think like as we started watching, I was like, "Oh, I'm picking up on the subtle cues of the trans contagion." The um, trans contagion. Yes. If um, you'll notice, <laughs> section A. If you notice, Andy Stevens, who is a shorter person with reddish hair, that also for a long, really long time had a mullet like Nimona. Uh, Nimona is a very strong avatar, I think, for the uh, author of the series. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. When we were watching, I was like, I feel like I know this person. Can you but give follow- me the comic? <laughs> yeah, please do. I would love that. Um, it's literally, yeah, it's literally in the bookshelf in the hallway. I can give it to you after this. No joke. The first, like, two minutes, I think I said to you, Sophie, I'm worried about them. Um, in terms of <laughs> the two gays that are on the screen. The two gays, yes. Yeah, the two gays when they hold hands. I was like, uh oh. I was like, okay. And then I went, wait a minute. Something bad's about to happen. (laughs) And I was right. And something bad did happen. And something bad did boost the house on this evening. Emotionally, but not physically. Yeah. Emotionally bootsing the house down. And they emotionally got their house's boots down. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it was very. The the animation style for this movie is um, super. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought it was really good because I thought it was going to be um, in the same. I, I think I only saw like pictures of the press tour, so I didn't watch a trailer mm-hmm. for this. I went in, I think, because you had mentioned oh, it. And I was like, yeah, blind. fully blind. Um, oh, wow. I know that ND had tweeted or maybe on Instagram. I follow them somewhere. Photos from this, like the the red carpet, if you will, um, mm-hmm. with Eugene Lang, and that e- Eugene Lee Yang is the go. voice of one of the main characters. Yes, yes. Posted a picture with them, and I was like, "Oh, wait a minute!" Um, a cross section of my a very limited, um, like queer creator from YouTube intersection is happening with like artists I follow. Um, I'm obsessed. Uh, but that was really all I knew going into it. 
And I think you had suggested it the other day. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I would love to. Um, the last time we did like a movie review after watching it was they, <laughs> they slash them. And that was bad. Um, yeah. But this for is some a positive reason, review. Yeah. For some reason, one of our most listened to episodes. Oh, I mean, people love to listen to people scream, I think. And also. I mean, that's true. That movie did so poorly that I can't imagine that people weren't like salivating to hear other people also talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like I didn't very enjoyable experience. I thought the animation style was going to be like, um, like the Castlevania animated show TV style. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like Netflix does that kind of style really well. Um, yeah. But I feel like I was expecting that. I wasn't expecting what kind of, it, it almost looked like, um, what was the one that we really liked last year? Arcane. Yeah, it looked like I that. I think but it's less called cartoony. cell animation. Yeah. Um, it looked like that, but less cartoony. Definitely like digitally rendered, but mm-hmm. it's 2D. Yeah. Which I'm like not the biggest fan of. I don't like not like it. Like I think mm-hmm. I think this this particularly was animated very well and I liked the character design. Mm-hmm. Um and I think they did a really good job with like having it be cartoony when it needs to be cartoony, but also have it, it like felt grounded. But I generally don't usually like sell animation that much but that if that's what it's called i could just be making things up but that sounds right i think also for anyone who's been with us for a while one of the first books we did together was uh fangirl by um oh true rainbow rowell and nd did the cover for yes fangirl and I think maybe the original cover for the Simon Snow book, the first one, perhaps before they adapted. I feel like there, or there's like another cover of a book that we read that like one of the versions Andy did, and there was like a new, more like theatrical version that was released. I could have made that up. That sounds right. And that is something that I can check. But um, yeah, I feel but like I you're right. But I won't because the chair is squeaking. If you keep talking, in a way that I won't have to edit this out later. Um, oh, no. I will go check. I'll leave you a secret message. Again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, editing Brendan. Um, your booty looks great in those little shorts. Okay, this is the part of that I'm where I'm talking that it'll no, um, you won't have to edit. Oh, you're back. I didn't talk about anything important. <laughs> I'm just so, narrating. Oh, okay. <laughs> So to um, cross-check our cross-section of cross-checking, um, yeah. the uh, the copy that I have of Carry On, the, um, the whatchamacallit, the uh, cover is just like the outline of the two boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not um, it's not by Kevin Wada yet, I don't think. But yeah, I, I, I think I kind of like that animation style because it looks like mm-hmm. a video game to me. Yeah. It looks like a video game cutscene to me, which I'm like, yeah, the entire movie of just cutscenes. It's just cutscenes. It's just cutscenes. Final Fantasy 25. It's just cutscenes. <laughs> you get the character creator and then it's all cutscenes. I'm not kidding. Actually, that, that would be amazing. Absolutely how I'm watching Final Fantasy 16 be played because I'm not buying it. Um, and it's the first one I haven't, you know, this. I've been talking about this for a while. It's the first one I haven't been able to play because I've been generationally uh edged out um yeah by playstation and playstation uh, finally Square said Nix. okay one game where you have to have a ps5 yeah literally and it's a final fantasy game like are you joking 
They, they knew. They knew what they were doing with that. Yeah. They said, oh, we'll get you by they knew your... knew we'd get people. Your very baby hairs. We will literally drag you to get this PlayStation. Bye. And it's working. <laughs> Yay. Um, but yeah, I... I um, it's funny that... Um, ND did like the the cover art for that that mm-hmm. book in which a person eventually develops um dragon wings and a tail and uh Nimona also has that power lol um but uh yeah I I I kind of like the animation style again it feels like a video game to me but I also understand people not necessarily liking it like I hate the animation style that is Rick and Morty um, oh, I'm not yeah. afraid mm-hmm. to say that on the internet. The mm-hmm. reasoning why is because their eyeballs are just pencil points. So, like, if you were to drop like a pencil, like the oh. lead first onto a piece of paper, that is what their eyes are. They're like, they don't have like a normally illustrated eye, and it freaks me out. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think is just like kind of nitpicky on my end. But I also don't like that animation style. But also at the same time, I love Squiggle Vision, which for me would be I think that I think the cartoon was called Doctor Cats, and then there was also one called Home Movies that used to be in Squiggle Vision. Um, yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. I used to love that show. But yeah, it's like I also understand why someone wouldn't like that. Like it makes sense to me. But it doesn't, uh, I like it because it doesn't cross into like anime. It's like something completely different. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. I also really thought it was an interesting, like, this is, this is the usual culprit of um, like a queer person um, questioning like mm-hmm. uh, a, like a, a non-specifically grouped or like doesn't someone who's just like, I'm just me. And it's like, no, but what are you? And it's like me. Yeah. The gay man was like, no girl, tell me what are you? It's like, no, no. what's your label, honey? Give it I'm to me. I'm a boy today. <laughs> Screaming, crying, throwing up. I I'm not kidding. Yes, truly. Um, I don't think I've heard you laugh that much during like a cartoon movie in a while. I Other than the Barbie really movie, which I mean, because, well, yeah, <laughs> that's for our Patreon episode. Yeah, um, I like very rarely feel like when I like really enjoy a comic that, and then it gets like transferred into a different format that it like captures the characters' personalities. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I like just know that like it the way that all the lines were delivered like uh, so Chloe Grace Moretz plays does the voice for Nimona, and I get I just like I don't know I want to think in my soul that like um, ND was like in the studio like no you have to be more insane like you just have to like sound yeah. insane because it's such an absolutely fucking unhinged performance but that's like how it feels reading the comic because mm-hmm. it's literally like. One panel, Nimona is like a shark. The next panel, Nimona is like a person again. The next panel, Nimona is like a fly that's like buzzing around Ballister's head. Like it's like it's so perfect. It is just like yeah. manic in the best way. It just was like done very well. Yeah, it uh, it was nice to see like a the transformation sequences, and it's just like I'm whatever I want to be. Which mm-hmm. and like the like the conversation of like, well, what happens if you don't do it? Like, what if you would just like a human 
Yeah. Um, which is nice that Ballister starts like switching to like human instead of just like just be a girl. Yeah. Um, it's like, what if you were just human? Is the trans allegory strong yeah. enough if I scream, why won't you be a girl loud enough? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> LOL. Anyway. The last two movies we've watched, including the Barbie movie, it's just like, what if you're just human? What if he just ch- grabbed you by the throat and choked you until you cried? What? Um, Margot Robbie? <laughs> Margot Robbie is too beautiful to I be don't, in this film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> LOL. Um, but no, it was... It was nice that Ballister at a certain point started saying like human instead of girl. But when mm-hmm. he asked Nimona, like, what would happen if you were just a human? And they were like, I would die. And it's like, I know I'm being dramatic, but like, it would feel like that. Yeah. No, like, exactly. That was, yeah. Superb chef's kiss. Amazing. I it's, think I do have to so read. It's so good. Yeah. It's like one of the, the, the storytelling in this is like one of those things where like, if you are a straight person or just like not don't have like Mm -hmm. a connection to the queer community or like the trans community and you're watching this I think you would still like enjoy it and you'll still feel like the heart of it but like watching it as like a person of gender experience it is so like I'm gonna start crying again. It's so good. <gasps> oh Barbie. no, Barbie it's didn't so get you, but good. this did. Yeah. This is your Barbie. <laughs> this is my Barbie. I mean, I get. Oh no, it's time to be real. <laughs> no, I can't. Real, I'm so crying. <laughs> I refuse to be this real on the internet. Actually, uh, yeah, no. Um, it like literally watching it. It was like I know that. Uh, like, I still feel something about this. Imagine if this was, like, specifically just for me. Yeah. Like, I can't was. I can't imagine. I mean, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> the idea of, a, of a, a gay man learning how to treat people. <laughs> oh, my God, that is Stop. for me. We're, yeah, we're re-educating the gays. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it, it was something spectacular to see, like, to watch that. Be like, oh my god! If this was like put in the hands of someone that like fully like that needed this, I at, like anyone can watch this and feel something about it. But like, yeah. I just know that somewhere, um, maybe literally a floor above me, this just like hits someone <laughs> directly in the fucking balls, and it's like, this is for no. you, shadow. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, it's really good, and I think it's really um also amazing that it's like. I mean, it's like a little violent, I guess. It's like cartoon levels of violence, though. It's like yeah, it's, it's like it's, Looney Tunes violence. Yeah. Oh, you um, mean this pile of security guards? They were like this when I got here. Yeah, they were like, like, like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it's like still very clearly like has like the I think it has like the it's like a it's an animated movie, but it's like a movie that was entertaining for like old for adults, but also I think kids would really like it. And I mm-hmm. think that like when people are taught when people talk about like wanting like queer media for children, like this is the kind of stuff they're talking about where it's not like yeah. I want to sit my kid down and make them watch like the very special episode of whatever TV show where they find out like one of the characters is gay and they like get yeah. beat up, but then everyone learns a lesson at the end. It's like, what if we just had like a movie that was about like a person existing and then that was like okay that they existed and that they yeah. like we're allowed to just exist. And yeah, like, exactly. that was fine. What would, what if we had that? 
Also, like, what if we had a movie where the church was evil? Wow. That's is there? Yeah, it's, like, strange that, like, <laughs> I mean, the only thing that's, like, really unrealistic about this movie is that, like, the government is, like, actively trying to, like, suppress Nimona because she's different from other people. And they think that she's going to harm people by, like, existing in her body the way that she wants to. But, like, I don't think no. that would happen. No. That's, that's like, really that where I, like, was, like, oh, no. well, the government doesn't want to ever restrict people's bodies or, like, how they exist in them. <laughs> that's, like, the only, like, when she turns into a shark, I'm, like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But when the government is, like, you have to be a girl or the person that we assign you to be, I'm, like, that's just, like, so unrealistic. Truly. You know what's also unrealistic? The fact that I think Amazon turned this movie down. <laughs> So Amazon, another the studio. Pieces, you didn't want the money for your yeah. little piss cups. <laughs> but like, Sorry. no joke. It's fine. I'll find a way to cut that out. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it was Amazon. They like ramped down their animating department or like something like some studio. Do they, dropped have, an- Do they have animation some at all? Some studio dropped this. Actually, I'm going to Google it right now. But some I think studio. it was Amazon. Dropped this. Yeah. Nimona dropped. It was Disney. Oh, Disney. Okay. Yeah. After Disney acquired Fox in 2019, Nimona's release Mm -hmm. date was delayed several times from 2020 to 2021 and then to 2022. Then in 2021, Disney effectively canceled Nimona when it shut down Blue Sky Studios, citing current economic realities. Um, And that's from Collider. Um, so no joke. Um, Netflix actually did the thing that Netflix does, which is like save like a like a, a an IP from getting demolished, and then you know Netflix does what Netflix does, which is destroy mm-hmm. another one. I'm sure, but another one. I, I, I'm glad that Netflix saw that like this was worthwhile because it, it is incredibly worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Astounding. Also, I can't imagine how amazing it feels to ND to have this out. I know. Like for all the for all the fuck ups that Netflix does do and have, I will say that they have a really good, like, selection of like made in house like queer stories mm-hmm. comparatively to other like, and also. Granted, Netflix has been around for a hundred years, so like they should yeah. have more, but still like. A lot of shows, whether you like them or not, there probably will be at least one queer person in it. If yeah. not, like, them be a main character like it was like this. Yeah. I can imagine it wouldn't have been as queer if Disney actually did do it. I'm oh, curious if it was, like, God. fully done by Disney. No. They would have... They pro- I mean, they probably would have been able to keep, like, a lot of, like, the allegorical stuff that's just, like... Well, if you, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But I fully think that they probably would have had, like, um, Ballister and Golden Loin's, like, relationship be kind of, like, vague. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would have been so, Nef- the another article in April, April 11th of 2022 was Netflix, like, a, an announcement that Netflix, like, saved Nimona. So I'm mm-hmm. sure that it was, like, they had to fully redo it or something or like change aspects of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think recently was the first time I heard that Eugene was on the project. Also like Francis 
what what was that actress's name that we were both like, oh my god, Francis so, Conroy. Yeah, Francis Conroy is in it. Like, mm-hmm. there were so many. Vo- I literally looked at the IMDb page for this, <laughs> like while we were watching with Sophie, and I said, oh my god, this cast is gay. Like, no joke. Like, for people who watch American Horror Story, like Francis Conroy is like one of the like best actresses on that. Um, amazing. And then also from Six Feet Under, like that's how I know her from Six Feet Under. I know Under. from Six Under, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like so. It was so good. Her voice was so great. Um, the uh, the Queen is one of the actresses from Orange Is the New Black. I know she's in other things, but I just recognize her from that. Um, mm-hmm. w- like one of the main guys is from SNL. It's like a pretty like interestingly stacked cast. But like I did not realize that that was Chloe Moritz's like uh is that how you pronounce her name? Chloe Grace Moretz, I think. Yeah, there we go. I didn't realize that, that was Nimona. I keep forgetting. I forget <laughs> that she does she does a lot of voice acting work and I always forget yeah. that. She's really good at it. She's amazing at it. No, she's really talented. Yeah. It was it was I had a great time watching it. So as a person who who read the comic or the graphic novel, mm-hmm. I should say. Like, how did this, like, s- stand up for you? I mean, I think, like, honestly, it's done very well. Like, the spirit of the of the whole thing is done, like, amazingly well. And um, the only thing, and it's, again, it's been, like, really, it's been a really long time since I've read the original comic. So I don't actually know if I made this in my head. I feel mm-hmm. like in the comic, like, the main storyline difference is that, like, when the story starts it's like the same sort of the same thing where it's like Nimona shows up to Ballister's like house whatever his lair his lair and it's just kind of like you're evil and I'm gonna be your sidekick now and just like kind of annoys him until he lets her stay around yeah um but I think that he's kind of like in hiding and has been for a very long time. Like the stuff with the queen and all of that has happened like years and years before. So you have like a lot more of like a drawn out like backstory with him because you're like, don't know really what his deal is or what his relationship with golden loin is. And it's like really tense. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is like as a late game reveal, um, of like what happened and like what the relationship is at the end of the comic. Um, Mm. But other than that, I think it's like, that's what I remember it. Like I, it's feels really true to the original comic. Yeah. Cause um, I would be very interested in reading the, the graphic novel now, just based Mm -hmm. on the way that the, um, the movie was. I'm obsessed. (laughs) Not me being obsessed. Um, maybe I should go into more movies with absolutely no knowledge of what happens in the graphic novel. <laughs> I'm saying go into movies blind, people. Do not watch trailers. Do not read the book beforehand. Just go see a movie. It makes them so much better. I love to see things adapted that I love, but I also love to just go to a movie. I think that's why like, sometimes I can go into Marvel things and enjoy them because I have absolutely no concept of what goes on in those comics. <laughs> Superman's on here? Wait. Oh, he's next door at DC? Sure. I know what that means. Like, I... Sure. So Captain America and Superman can't kiss? Why not? That's my... That's the extent of the knowledge that I have of those universes. I think you could do it. Yeah. That they could kiss? Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. I'm doing a little research. Yeah. Um, I'm doing some live research, mm-hmm. looking at LA Times article. So, Nimona originally was a webcomic um, that ND worked at while they went to MICA, Maryland Institute of College of Art. Um, oh, yes, I'm familiar. Just this. This little excerpt is nice. This is a good interview with ND, but they're talking about um, like the drawing like Nimona in high school and then like developing it more into like a full story in college and like actually like kind of like writing. But this quote from them in the interview says, she really was the embodiment of that feeling of limitless possibility of who you could be and also the complications that come with that. She got to express feelings that I felt like I couldn't. Anyway. That was Boots' corner. I'm fine. I'm fine. But yeah, so it was originally like a webcomic and then it got published in a full like volume in 2015 um, and then it was announced that uh, it would be adapted and it went through just like absolute nonsense because of like all the things you had been talking about. It was originally supposed to go to Disney. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the reason that it also was being held back was on top of like the complications with it being with Fox that had was bought by Disney. This is all starting to like actually go into like production and stuff. I believe like around 2020 probably. So if not like actual like production, but just like the release of everything got complicated by that as well. Yeah. Disney also has a really fun track record of um, saying like, Oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to take on this thing. That's LGBTQIA and then mm-hmm. send it to Hulu. I'll love Victor, but that's, I guess that's neither here nor there, but that sounds like a very Disney thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we got to watch it. It's on Netflix. Anyone can watch it. Honestly, I would say, like, if you're looking for, like, a, I, I had a great time. It was, like, pretty action-packed. Um, mm-hmm. It has a lot of really nice PG fight scenes. Too, yes. So it's not, mm-hmm. like, PG-13. Um, the, like, the romance is, like, not, um, like, graphic in any way. Um, it's not, like heavy making out it's just like l- little kisses um i'm trying to describe it in a way that's like it's not like yeah it's pg yeah, yeah it's not like raunchy i i always forget like <laughs> what's a full sex scene well you know like i feel like pg-13 movies in the 90s were different than P- oh yeah. they were oh yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying like i think pg and pg-13 now means something different like you can probably say bitch now and that's it mm-hmm. but you know, I, I it was like a pretty like wholesome movie, um, and I had a great time watching it. Go give it a thumbs up. Go like it. Go go give it a double like. Make sure, it. yeah. Yeah, Netflix needs to know that we want more queer shit like this. Yeah, especially if we're stealing it from Disney. Yes. Take that, Rob Acker or whatever the fuck your name is who runs Disney. Uh, Bob Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Rob Bob, whatever. They're one and the same. Um. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Sophie, would you like to do our outro? Mm-hmm. Outro music. Oh, can was... you hear chicken eating her food? I actually can't. Oh, she's crunching a munching. Crunch. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.